You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In for Joe Ostrowski, alongside Ed Egros and Aaron Hawksworth. Welcome back into BeckQL Daily for Thursday, November 30th. I'll be with the guys again tomorrow and Monday as well. But we officially get week 13 of the NFL season underway tonight. It's a Thursday night game. The Seahawks visiting the Cowboys. We talked about that. Uh, Talked plenty about the college football conference championship picture this weekend as well. Plus, you got NBA. You got NHL. There's a lot going on. College basketball as well. So, let's give the people what they came for. Our lightning bets, Professor Egros, I let you get us started. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay, first off, uh, everything is going to be from Thursday Night Football. And first, I'm going to lay the points with the Cowboys. We mentioned this before, that it's not just that Dallas is nine points better than Seattle. It's more that Dallas wants to throttle any and all competition. And they will be able to do that against this rather injured and anemic defense by Seattle. You know, it's one of those things where Uchina Nuosu, when they lost him, it's real concerns about the Seahawks defensively. That has come to fruition, and certainly that's going to happen against the Cowboys, who are phenomenal against man coverage. So Seattle's already limited as far as what they can do coverage-wise. So I do like Dak Prescott to have a game, and I do think the Cowboys can cover the nine. As far as props are concerned, uh, first, another pro-Cowboys look over team total for Dallas, over 25, 28 and a half, rather. Trend is good. Aggressiveness is good, too. I mentioned this stat before, and I'll say it again. Among all quarterbacks, all qualified quarterbacks who are playing with at least a win probability of 75% from next-gen stats, Dak Prescott has more pass attempts, touchdowns, and a higher completion percentage over expected than any other quarterback. That will continue when the game is at, is in hand. So Cowboys over 28 and a half points. DK Metcalf over 21 and a half yards as his longest game. We mentioned that game script is such to where the Seahawks will have to pass a good bit more. And while I do love this coverage unit for Dallas, I do think Metcalf will be able to get one or two long receptions. And so I like him to go over the 21 and a half for his longest one. Not to mention, too, like Lockett isn't reliable. JSN hasn't panned out. That may not be entirely the rookie's fault. And so if the Seahawks do get back in this game somehow, it will be because of DK Metcalf. So I like a couple of bombs going his way. And then finally, Zach Charbonnet under 18 and a half receiving yards. Seahawks cannot kill by a thousand cuts. They do need Metcalf to try and keep up here. Charbonnet will be used more as a rusher than a pass catcher, and they may go other to run, go to other running backs as well. So I don't expect Charbonnet to be much of a pass catcher. So I have him going under 18 and a half receiving yards. 
Aaron? All right. Hmm. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going Dak over 280 and a half minus 13. I do think Dak can easily go over that. I am going to stay away from the spread because I actually think the Seahawks can cover. I know the Cowboys have been rolling, but I'm not sure I'm totally convinced. And I do think this is a level up in competition than they've been used to seeing. So I would not be shocked if the Seahawks cover the number but I'm just going to stay away for that reason. And then on the other side of the ball, let's go Geno Smith over nine and a half rushing yards. I think he'll be running for his life. My only fears are could be negative. <laughs> he could end the game with minus one, but I'll take my chances and go over nine and a half, Chris, for Geno Smith. I like that. The the running for the life quotient uh, could definitely come into play tonight for the Seahawks. Um, Ed already laid out the reasoning for one of the ones that I really like. Um, we talked about it all morning. Joe Osborne brought it up from covers.com when he joined us in the second hour of the show. Dallas, they, they want to they want to win with style points against inferior opponents. They are going to run up the score if given the opportunity. Uh, so over the team total of 28 and a half, I really like uh, the Cowboys tonight to hit that number. I like another one Joe mentioned as well. First half spread for the Cowboys minus six and a half and I like the teams uh the the game spread as well pardon me uh full game spread at minus nine so give me Dallas first half minus six and a half Dallas for the game minus nine as well part of the game script conversation that we had earlier Ed brought this up the Seahawks working from behind Geno's attempts 33 and a half 34 and a half I just found them at at BetMGM I'll go over I think he's gonna have to chuck it uh, to try and keep Seattle in this game. And one more, an anytime touchdown score. It's minus 140, but I like it anyway because he scored in three straight games. And he's got five touchdowns in the last five games. C.D. Lamb, anytime touchdown score, minus 140 right now at BetMGM. Those are my Thursday night football plays. I do have one NHL play. I always got to shout out my guy, Chris Otto, at PSU Otto who does a great job of breaking down um, period-by-period scoring in the NHL. And if you look at what he's got cooked up through last night's games, and we've got a, t- a stuffed slate tonight across the NHL. Uh, first period to score in the first 10 minutes. St. Louis, Seattle, Chicago have all done it 11 times in their first 13 games. So... I'm going to parlay both the Kraken and the Blues to score in the first period tonight. That's plus 153. Staying away from the Blackhawks because who knows how things are going with the whole Corey Perry situation now that he's been dismissed from the team. How they react to that. Did they bring it together? Are they all trying to figure out what Corey Perry did? What kind of mess is going on in Chicago? I don't know. I'm not going to touch them, though. But give me Seattle and St. Louis parlayed to each score in the first period at plus 153. Polly, you got anything for us? Oh, pain. Pain. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I want to, but I can't. Not after last Thursday, where I just like watching Gino trip over himself at the goal line over his running back's feet and just like not able to do anything. Like, as much as I want to take the nine... Can't do it. Can't do it. As someone once said, uh, shout out Mike Singletary. Wouldn't be prudent. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, but I will say, 
like as you guys were talking about contest picks, I think I might go with the adopt ugly dogs strategy this week and just no, it's not a strategy. Never mind. Nix that word. But like the Seahawks would fit that if you're just trying to be dependent again where you are in your pool, kind of ground you're trying to make up. But like the Panthers would fit in that, the Patriots, Patriots gross would fit in that, the Cardinals would fit into that. Um, so if the Seahawks could fit into that situation, how about some touchdown scores? And then I want to throw something out at you. So I mentioned this last week on the Thanksgiving game. It didn't work out for Logan Thomas, but the Cowboys have allowed. They are tied for the most touchdowns allowed to tight ends. So if you want to throw a couple bombs out there, and then like the Seahawks play tight end roulette, so you're kind of buying a bundle. A little frustrating. Noah Fant is their main snap, getting the most snaps recently. Colby Parkinson for the season does have the most. It's DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Colby Parkinson as far as red zone targets on the Seahawks. Touchdown for Noah Fant, 7-1. First touchdown is 41-1. to one. Colby Parkinson, touchdown is 15-1. to one. First touchdown is 90-1. to one. Let's throw a little pizza and beer money on those. Uh, looking at JSN, too. Like, there's, like, again, flashes. We just haven't seen it consistently enough. So, I've got a, if, if we're going Seahawks comeback trail blowout sort of script... Can someone just stack some yards late? Like a JSN 80 plus at plus 425 or DK or Tyler. Tyler Lockett's numbers down there too in the 40s for the game. So like if you could go an alternate uh, receiving yards on him, you could go 80 plus at plus 350. DK obviously probably the highest total. So yeah, 80 plus for him is two to one. Interest anyone in any sort of yards Alt prop in a comeback scenario. I'm leaning towards JSN just because it's the best number. Yeah. I could not. Lockett is intriguing, but I don't know if I can go all the way to, what'd you say, 80? Is it what? I feel like 80s, like 80, you're getting some three to one. 70 plus for him, you're getting plus 225. Yeah, that's good. That's tempting on Lockett. At 70 plus, but I still don't know if, although, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll ride with you, Paul. I'll ride with you at 70 right. plus. How about that? Okay. Okay. Because you know what? Seattle's going to have to throw. There you okay. go. Mm-hmm. Tyler right. Lockett, 70 plus, plus 225. Hmm. I can live with that. At Professor Egros is not pleased. Professor Egros no, is not pleased. F's, F's across the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Everyone has to uh, come hang out at office hours because uh, everyone needs a, a talking to as far as, uh, you know, process and well, how to move forward with our if, grades and such. If the sub is there, then the boys will be lined up <laughs> around the corner looking at you, Hawk. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thanks. Uh, you got any bets? Nah, Double not D. today. No, right. okay. it's a tough day. Tough day. Yeah, yeah we, we were all thrown off very early by the Jane Fonda news. I'll be honest. That kind of yeah. put things on tilt very, very early. And we've just been working to find our sea legs since then to get back on track. But I I, I, I think, you know, you're I think muted, you're Aaron. muted, Aaron, too. Um, so that's gonna... I remember me. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna say I'm glad I like to uh, make you guys uncomfortable. So, 
feel like I did my well, job I was, today. I was yeah. pro. Uh, Loosen things up. Can, right, can I can I throw one more touchdown possibility to you guys? Dallas defense first touchdown at twenty five to one. I don't need that. Or last, all the Geno Smith like you know mumbles and fumbles and all that stuff, or a pick six. Is that how Dallas just gets that first score and then this game gets boring real fast? Can we see that? Oh, I think I might need that thing in my life. Even with with not a lot riding on there, like the pizza and beer money, as Paul would call it. That's right. Oh, quarter of a unit. I might be in on that one. Twenty-five to one. At 25 to 1, I, why not? I wouldn't do any time, but first one I think is good. Yeah, definitely value there. 188 anytime. All right. Uh, if they'll allow me back, I'll be back tomorrow filling in for Joe Ostrowski. I'm Chris Mack. Thanks to Ed Egros. Thanks to Aaron Hawksworth. Thanks to Double D on the board. Brian for producing the video. Thanks to Paul for trying to keep us on the rails. We will do it again tomorrow <laughs> at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, live right here on the BetQL Network, BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.